Hey, what's going on, everyone? Yo, yo. This is Eddie. This is Marcus. And we're the Average Sports Guys. This is the Average Sports Guys podcast. Yes, Today sir. is episode 71. 70, you know. Yeah, so we did not record last week. Nah. I had a bunch of stuff going on between work, personal life, all yeah. that type of stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, but we are back, man. Uh, we are down. A member, Mr. Adam, mm-hmm. is in Seattle. Yeah, so doing some field work for the squad. Yeah, man, he's doing some reporting because <laughs> next week we'll be doing the NFC West. Right. Um. So he's probably kicking it with Russ and Sierra, all of them. You know, Pete Carroll. Yep. Um. No, he he went out there like a little vacation type thing. So, um. Hopefully mm-hmm. he's having a good time. Right. And he should be back next week. For um. Sure. So this week we're gonna do the AFC West. Yep. Um. Full disclosure, we were going to do the NFC West this week, and then Marcus thought we were doing <laughs> AFC West. I'm, I'm diming you out. Um, so good. he prepared for, yeah, for the AFC West, so that's what we're doing. Uh-huh. Um, so for those that don't know, no, 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 no. How about we do this? Before we get into AFC West, let's go ahead and just do team news. Right. I'll go quick for Washington. It's not a whole lot. Mm. Um so the team did announce, again, we hadn't recorded in a couple of weeks, but the team did announce, uh, I think it was last week or week before, that they're going to do one week in Richmond uh, for a training camp. Nice. Instead of the whole training camp down there. I'm not sure if they, so there's there's been an ongoing issue with um, the training camp facility, or excuse me, as far as like the city of Richmond and okay. what they will and won't pay for and all mm-hmm. that type of stuff. So I'm not sure. It just, to me, it didn't seem like the greatest idea. I'm all right. for like training camp back in Ashburn, just mm-hmm. like at, you know, I don't even know what they call it now. I guess it's like the Inova sports facility. I don't know. (laughs) I'm used to calling it Redskins Park. Um, But yeah, just being there. I mean, obviously from um, like a focus standpoint, it's cool to go away because it's just like coaches and the players and team staff Mm -hmm. versus like the players going home every evening with their family and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, to me, you're grown, right? So you Mm -hmm. should know what your expectation is. And, you know, if you can't go out, you know, to the club or, you know, to a fancy dinner or whatever, because you need to study or put in some extra work, then that's what you need to do. Um, But either way, so they'll be down there for one week. Um, I'm debating on whether I should try to go Mm -hmm. uh, because they are allowing fans, I do believe. And I know some media folks will be down there. So uh, one guy I follow, Lake Lewis Jr., I do want to try to get him on the show. Mm -hmm. Um, Him and I follow each other on Twitter and interact a little bit. And like he was saying, like he can't wait to get down there Um, and, you know, like see some of the fans that that he follows and that follow him and all that type of stuff. So it'll be cool too. There'll be player interviews. Um, I did see just NFL news wise. There's something like with the NFL and the NFL PA where they are allowing mm-hmm. like vaccinated media members to do like player interviews, things like that. Let's so that's, go. that's pretty cool. Um, so things are like getting back to normal um, in that regard. So that'd be cool. But mm-hmm. um, really, I mean, th- let's see. So the team wrapped up like OTAs and, mm-hmm. and all that type of stuff. I remember the last time, I did team news I think it was like three episodes ago something like that uh people were freaking out because Chase Young wasn't there and all that stuff he was back he was there for the mandatory stuff um the dude is in shape like 
Chase but, Young is right. going to do Chase Young things. Right. I think he'll be fine. It was interesting. Um, uh, the, uh, the he was telling one of the young dudes, linebacker. I don't know why I forgot his name because I'm so high on him. But um, he was like kind of walking off the field. Was it Corey Holcomb? No, 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 no. no. Oh. The dude we just drafted. Oh, okay. Um, young kid. I don't. It, oh, I should know this. Obviously, I should know it. But um, my uh, my memory is escaping me. It's been a long day, man. But anyway, sure. uh, he was like walking off the field, and then Chase Young was like, nah, man, we don't walk in practice. We run off the field. <laughs> and then he was like, are you serious? He was like, yeah, because one day it may matter. Right. You know what I mean? Which is cool. Um, and Chase is only in his second year. Right. Uh, so it just kind of shows you the mentor and the leader that he is. For sure. Um, and then Benjamin St. Juice, the guy that we drafted, uh, mm-hmm. he's a corner. Mm-hmm. All reports are that he's just straight up balling. Let's like, go. I follow uh, Pete Haley who mm-hmm. covers the team and he was you know i saw that he had tweeted that out as well it was like dude is just straight balling mm-hmm. pass breakups interceptions things of that nature so um it seems like that washington defense is going to be nasty yeah so hopefully that pans out um one thing so ron rivera did say that he's learned and and i say that in air quotes not to um not believe what he's saying but he said he learned not to just name a starter and pretty much just like have an open competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fitzpatrick will be the starter week one, <laughs> right? So to me, uh, and 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 I think that came about too because right. um, it seems like Heineke was shining um, mm-hmm. during you know OTAs and mini camps and and all that type of stuff. But when they talked to Fitzpatrick, he was pretty much saying like. He's just been trying new things because it's OTAs and minicamp. So right. he's just trying different things. Mm-hmm. So at times, yeah, he'll miss receivers, throw an interception, not, you know, get the ball into those tight windows, X, Y, and Z. Whereas you have somebody like Heineke, who is a younger player. Yeah, he's been in the league like for a little bit, but um, he's a younger player and he's going to run the play. Mm-hmm. He's going to, you know, do what's designed. Um, so, yeah, naturally he would show well or look like he's doing better than Fitzpatrick. Right. Um, having said all that, I stand by it. Fitz, barring injury, is your starter week one. Facts. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Um, it seems like that Dayami Brown kid, the wide receiver from North Carolina we drafted, mm-hmm. is, is doing pretty good. Um, I believe it was a tight ends coach was asked about Sammy's Reyes, the tight end that we signed from the international um uh, like pool of players right and dude's got zero football experience never played football uh, he was a, a basketball guy mm-hmm. went to college playing mm-hmm. basketball um it, he's like a physical freak and right. outside of and so pretty much what the coach was saying just to kind of paraphrase mm-hmm. was that he um you know outside of just his raw football you know acumen and and skills the dude's got like pretty good hands and you know, awareness and, and things of that nature. So again, I look for him if he makes the roster to be more of a special teams guy and just kind of learn, truly learn the role of tight end, mm-hmm. but I'm excited there. So, um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I got out of Washington. What's going on in Philly. All right. So I'm just going to start off with the whole Zach Ertz thing. You know, there's still, you know, speculation that he will be traded to um, either the bills or maybe even still the Titans, oh. uh, depending on, you know, which team, puts together best trade package. Um, I mean, last year was definitely a down year for him. 30, 36 catches, 335 yards. 
Um, the year before, 88 catches, 916. I still think he has, you know, something left in the tank. We just don't know how much. We just don't know how much, right? So, I mean, honestly, realistically, I'd be cool with a third. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see what happens there. Um, I still think that he can de- – I mean, he can add to a team, but you definitely don't want him being, like, the focal point at this point in his career. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we're, we owe him, what, $8.5 million this year? So I'm pretty sure somewhere around – at least that, maybe even actually, he wants a new contracts. So you're probably looking probably like ten mil per. Yeah. Um, to get the to get the deal done, um, and get him uh, on your squad or whatnot. Um, from there, Brandon Brooks looks. I I don't know if you guys remember. Um, I was showing pictures of his recovery, um, from his last what uh, ruptured Achilles injury. Mm-hmm. Um, this time he's cut a lot of weight. Like this dude looks mad in shape. Yeah. Um, and he did a whole press conference, I want to say last week, where they were asking him, you know, how do you feel? Like, do you think you can you can get back to, you know, 100%? He was like, dude, do you guys remember the last time I ruptured my Achilles? I was number one in the league at offensive guard. Like, relax. I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm high on him. Uh, Lane Johnson looks great in camp. Um, and like we were talking about, I think, last week, where – one thing you can honestly say so far so good with Nick Sirianni is how he got vets to show up to OTAs. Um, a lot of go, a lot of those guys did show up, which is great. Um, another thing, uh, Anthony Harris. Um, a lot of analysts are saying that he's going to be the key pickup uh, in the offseason for the Eagles just because of how great he was as a veteran. Yeah, he had it down last year, but the year before in 2019, he had six interceptions. Mm-hmm. I'm looking to see him get back to that level of tenacity. You know, in a Jonathan Gannon defense, um, we did pick up Nick Mullins um, as a camp arm. But one interesting fact that he I might did be a starter, <laughs> <laughs> you want him to be the starter. Yes. No, like, dude, I'll say this, dude. For the first thirteen starts, he's like has the third most passing yards mm-hmm. since since he's been you know in the league, which is a interesting stat. But last year, what he only completed 58% of his passes from the pocket. So he's still pretty terrible. Nick Mullins, he was in San Francisco. He was in San Francisco before and they just let that man walk as they should because they have Trey Lance Lance and Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Um, From there, I honestly, just as far as news is concerned, I'm just waiting to see what happens to Zach Ertz. Um, Offensive line looks healthy. They look cohesive. Um, As far as camp, uh, a couple of standouts. Um, Jalen Hurts, man. Like you, like every time I Google anything with the Eagles, his name comes up as being that that leader. Um, he's making good throws. You know, going through his progressions, things like that. He's looking great. Not enough. I, mean, I can't say enough about the kid. Avante Maddox. You know, they're really trying to get him to trust his eyes a lot more, um, especially you know in coverage. Uh, who else? Jordan Mailata. Uh, I don't know if I said this last time we recorded, but in my head, he's got the he's got the nod at left tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we did uh, burn a first round draft pick on Andre Dillard, but you know through that whole program you were talking about earlier, um, Jordan Mailata has really come up. He's on. He understands the position now. He's a beast. Former rugby rugby player out there in Europe. He's doing a lot of damage. I mean, he definitely stepped up last season. Uh, who else? Jalen Rager. What's making me more annoyed with this kid is that in OTAs he's been running like a lot of lazy routes um and you know we you practice how you play so hopefully they get a lot of that unless cleaned up unless you're Allen Iverson <laughs> right practice. practice practice not a game not a game <laughs> <laughs> practice but um Devontae Smith dude this dude has been getting in and out of breaks like nobody's business 
Um, he is as advertised. I'm loving a lot of the things that he's doing. They definitely put a highlight up on uh, Instagram where this dude is making one-handed catches. You know, I mean, it's I mean, it's, granted, it's it's OTAs, but overall, it's it's been a great start for him. Um, and then we're looking to see Kavon Wallace play that that hybrid role a little bit more mm-hmm. um, this off season. I mean, this season. So um, I'm interested to see what that guy's able to do. But outside of that, um, that's basically all I got for Eagles news. Nice. Well, um, training camp is right around the corner for everybody. Yep. Before you know it, like man, I was looking at the calendar today at work. It's already the 16th of June, man. Yeah. Like. This month is is going going quick. So, Lion. couple more weeks, teams will be in camp, mm-hmm. and then you know before you know it, it'll be the Hall of Fame game, which kicks off preseason. Yep, and then everybody will get their three games in, and then boom, season starts. Yes, and sir. then it will be a roller coaster of my emotions throughout <laughs> the year. Um, you know what I mean? So I, I just uh. I. I just I love the football season. So. 100%. Uh let's get into the AFC West, man. So the AFC West, it's the Las Vegas Raiders. Let's go. The Los Angeles Chargers, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Denver Broncos. So Marcus, I just named those four. Who is winning that division? Who's winning it? I'm until proven otherwise, I got to go Chiefs. Um, you got Andy Reid, you know, at the helm as as the head coach, um, regardless of what um, what's his face um, trash running back uh, left the team didn't uh, he, they let him walk? What's that guy's name? Uh, Le'Veon Bell. I don't know if you heard if you saw the news. No, I didn't. See oh, it. dude was talking. He was like, I don't want to play for Andy Reid. This, that, and the third, and you know, I would I would rather retire than go back to the Chiefs. Nah, dude. Clyde Edwards Alaire just played better than you, dude. Like when well, you yeah. got the when you got the rock, like you didn't really do much. So naturally you're gonna sit on the sideline and in the Super Bowl you got no snaps. Yeah. You're like sounding, Yeah. He he turned out to be the definition of like the wrong thing to do when betting on yourself. Right. Because he sat out that year, uh-huh. lost a bunch of money, yep. and then after the Jets signed him, he just he just ain't been shit. Ain't ain't been nothing. And then you go to the Chiefs, right? You know, you get snaps, you don't do much, and then you trash a like a legendary head coach. Yeah. Like who's gonna sign you now? Right. Yeah, Nobody. That's, that's so bad. So dumb. Like I mean, I mean, the dude was a beast for a few years in, <laughs> he was. in Pittsburgh, but yeah, I mean he's he's cooked. He lost it. I mean, I mean, what more can we say about Pat Mahomes though? 4700 yards, 38 oh, yeah. touchdowns. Um they still have Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Nicole Hardman, Darrell Williams I like to use at uh wide receiver every once in a while, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Yeah. Um they definitely retooled that offensive line, right? Yeah, so they, they brought Kyle Long back from uh from retirement. Which would be interesting to see how well he performs, right. you know what I mean, and what sort of position they put him in is he mm-hmm. get get a bunch of snaps, you ease him in, like what do you do? Yep, Orlando. Uh, they got Orlando Brown from Baltimore. Mike Remmers from the Giants. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, on the defense, you still have the Honey Badger, Anthony Hitchens, Taco Charlton. We already know about him; he's a wash. <laughs> but overall, if I mean, if Pat Mahomes can stay healthy, I have I have really hard time betting against that man. Oh yeah, who do you got? I'm going Chiefs, and it's not even close. Um, <laughs> yeah, if 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 I were to order that division, I would go probably Chiefs, Chargers. Raiders Broncos right um, I'll do the same thing 
and the reason I put the Broncos dead last now, they do have some weapons. You and I were talking about that before we started recording. Right. I, I, I think their defense got better as well. Um, they drafted Sertan or Sertain, however you say his name. Right. Um, uh, plus some plus some other pieces. They signed Ronald Darby. Right. So I think it was like three or four year deal for like 30 mil. Yep. Um, their offense, they have weapons. Um, but to me, the big question mark there is the quarterback. Is it going to be Drew Locke? Is it going to be um, Teddy Bridgewater? So that kind of segues into what we were, again, talking about before we started recording. Right. Who do you think is going to start for the Broncos? For me, honestly, long term, I think they're going to end up throwing Teddy B's in there because – you're, I mean, granted, Drew Locke has only been in the league for how many seasons? I think this is his fourth year. Or something his like his that. fourth year, yeah. Fourth, they might. It can't up, be more than five. Right. So they're they're definitely going to go Teddy B's at some point because he only put up what twenty nine hundred yards, sixteen touchdowns with fifteen interceptions, dude. Yeah. And you have well now they have guys like Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Noah Fant, and Melvin Gordon. Mm-hmm. Like, how can you not produce on offense? And their defense is still pretty decent as well. Like you said, they picked up Patrick Sertain. They have Ronald Darby that they brought in, Kyle Fuller, um, mm-hmm. Von Miller. He's a vet, but he still shows up on the field. And, and Bradley Chubb, like, that's a pretty solid squad, dude. You yeah. Like, you have to produce. And if not, you're going to be riding the bench holding the clipboard, fam. Yeah. No, I mean, for sure. And so, like, my, my take on it is I think if Teddy Bridgewater wants people to take him – as a serious NFL starter, he should be able to beat Drew Locke out. Right? Oh, for like sure. We've seen the ups and downs, mostly downs of of Drew Locke. Um, to me, if if it is a true fair QB competition um, going into the season, like throughout camp and even preseason, then yeah, I think Teddy Bridgewater could very well start week one. Um, I just don't think either quarterback is the answer to get them, you know, to the playoffs and then deep into the playoffs and right. ultimately win a championship. So that's again, why I kind of put them at the bottom because of just that big glaring question mark at QB. And then what are you really going to get um, out of that QB position? So, I mean, cause clearly that offense is going to go as that quarterback goes for sure. So barring our top pick of the chiefs, right? So who is your dark horse to actually take this division? Like, who do you think could upset the whole thing? So, it, to me, if there was an upset, it would be the Chargers. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that, it, and it, to me, that would hinge on, A, how well that defense is. Because, to me, that was a large problem mm-hmm. with the Chargers the last couple of years is defense. I know we were banging on the drums when we first started this podcast two years ago almost. Yep. Um, or, no, not two years ago. I guess a little over a year ago. Right. Um was just that. Uh, so I think I think if their defense can be serviceable, middle of the pack type of deal, and then Herbert doesn't have any sort of regression, um, I think I think they can shock a lot of people. And so that would be like my dark horse to to sneak up and win the division. I mean, I definitely see why you would say that because they have Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Jared Cook, Austin Eckler on offense, Joey Bosa on defense, Derwin James is going to be healthy. Yeah, I hope he stays healthy. <laughs> like, I, I always have such like high hopes for that dude, right? And, and he's he's just been injured, so yeah, I mean, right. he's he's got to be healthy for sure. Justin Jones, a defensive tackle, and mm-hmm. then they drafted Asante Samuel Jr. at cornerback, so he should definitely be a big help. Yep, looks looking just like his father. And then also <laughs> moving from Anthony Anthony Lynn to uh, Brandon Staley, who is a um, a defensive minded guy. You know, a lot of people are saying he has the cachet of Mike Tomlin. He knows his stuff. It's just a matter of, you know, 
can he produce, right? Can he be that leader of men in the locker room and, mm-hmm. and continue to get these guys wins? We'll see. I mean, that's a, that's a big question mark. And for that reason, that's why my dark horse is going to be the Raiders. I mean, <laughs> Derek Carr hasn't been horrible. He put up over no, 4,000 yeah. yards last season, 27 touchdowns, nine INTs. You got Henry Ruggs the third out there, Hunter Renfro, who I still need to buy his jersey. Yeah. Darren Waller, who balled out last season. Yeah, he did. Uh, and then, you have, of course, you got Josh Jacobs at running back. And then they did pick up Yannick Ngakwe. Yeah. You know, who hasn't uh, really. Baltimore, right? Right. So he really hasn't shined that much uh, with. Uh, who, who was he with last season? Baltimore. He was He was with Baltimore, but for a short, short, short time. He was with Minnesota. Minnesota before. Right. That, so, yeah. and I mean, they played, what, three, four defenses? And this guy's more of a three. I mean, more of a four, three uh, uh, defensive end. So I think he'll be better this season, especially playing for a, a uh, with the defense like the Raiders. And you got guys like Jonathan Abram back there. Mm-hmm. I think. They will have. I think that he can put them over the edge to possibly upset the apple cart this season. But I mean, we'll see. Because again, just like the Chargers, that defense with their injuries was the was the reason why they really didn't shine or or take over the division like they were supposed to. But well, not necessarily take over the division because you have the Chiefs there. But you right. know, put themselves in a better position to win. Yeah, to compete. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't rule out the Raiders for much of the same things that you said. Now, right. I don't know what it is. Like, I just I have a I have trust issues <laughs> with with the Raiders. You know. Um, oh, for sure. Like, I can I can definitely see does, why. Does Waller have another stellar season? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Um, it. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's just. Yeah. I don't like when when I look at their roster and I hear the word Raiders like nothing scares me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Um like the the scariest thing about the Raiders is their fan base. Right. But not the team. Mm-hmm. So if all those things align as you alluded to, then yeah, I mean I could see them definitely making some noise, maybe potentially even getting a wild card slot something like that, but I I just found myself pulling for the Chargers last year because oh, for sure. of like Justin Herbert just jumped off off the Ballin. charts and just was getting busy with, in my opinion, not a whole lot there. For you sure. Know? So to me, if you can kind of put it together, if I'm the Chargers, I'm looking at the Bills uh-huh. and I'm looking at how they built their team. I'm not saying Herbert and Allen are similar quarterbacks, but fuck, they're similar. Right. You know what I mean? And I think if they can if their coach really is truly defensive minded, I mean, and you take even the Ron Rivera approach where you stack that defense, mm-hmm. um, they already have the quarterback, right? right? And and they do have pieces on offense. So to me, it's just a little retooling, not a, not even a rebuild. Um, and we said that that would happen, right? They're going to fire Anthony Lynn and the new coaches going to come in. They'll have success. Right. And it'll make Lynn look like he was worse of a coach than I think he was. Right. I just think, you know, he just, just, a string of bad luck as far as like I said just virtually nothing on defense and players getting injured so um so my next question to uh you is is rugs on bust watch he had 26 receptions last year with 43 targets and only 452 yards is this man officially on bust watch for this season that was his what second year uh was he a rookie I think it was a rookie um, no, then I wouldn't say bus watch. Okay. I would say this year is telling, right? So I, right. I typically try not to judge many players until year three. Okay. Um, and if you think about it, right, like a lot of wide receivers, 
even like the best ones, uh, case in point, you look at Devontae Smith for you Ooh, guys. Yeah. Right. So Heisman Trophy winner, the dude, like you said, is as advertised. He may not have like this stellar year, record setting year, like mm-hmm. old boy in Minnesota did. Um, uh, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. Yep. Right. I don't want to say it's rare. But it's really not that common for wide receivers to be able to just come out and dominate year one. Year two, they should string together a better season. And then by year three, they should really be hitting their stride. And I think they're going to really show you who they're going to be as as a wide receiver. But, yeah, I wouldn't say bus watch this year unless – he just starts dropping everything right. or he just can't create separation, what have you. Okay. Um, then, then for sure look at, like I'll be interested to see his, um, his targets, right? Like Ooh, per for game. sure. And right. then, you know, you kind of average it out through the quarter of the season, half of the season, the back half of the season. Right. And if they're trending down or just never increasing, then there, there's something wrong with the actual player. Right? right. So, I mean, we'll see, but definitely not yet. Not yet. Okay. How about you? Uh, for me, I was going to say the same thing virtually. Like, I don't think it's bust watch yet. I just think it was just a, a not a stellar rookie season. Yeah. Um, College-wise, there's just too much tape to – to say that this guy's a bust yet. And like you said, you know, you got to watch, you know, got to watch the plays, got to watch the route tree. Um, and then the targets themselves. And mm-hmm. if he starts dropping a lot, then there's there's definitely a, a confidence issue. There's something going on with him that you definitely got to look at as mm-hmm. a coaching staff. So that's all I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, so before we wrap up, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that Julio Jones. And I, I meant to bring this up when I was kind of talking about team and, and NFL news a little bit. Bruh, so... <sighs> Julio Jones, I'll say this: the Titans are scary as hell right now. Which, like, bruh, I called that he was you, going to the bruh. Team. You super called that. I just, I just, it, it just felt like a good like, fit. Like Brown and Julio Jones, yeah, and the way and uh, what's his face, uh, Derrick Henry. Like, yeah. what are you gonna do with that offense? Right. I'm. I. I. I hate to play him. Screw that, dude. Like, yeah, no. And absolutely not. To me, Tennessee, in my opinion, can't can't have made that trade expecting Julio to be this dominant wide receiver that he's been. Right. right? But I think he's going to take pressure off of Brown for oh, sure. For sure. Because no matter what, if you see Julio Jones on the field, you better respect him, right? Because 100%. he can still get busy, clearly, but right. but yeah, I mean, I, I <laughs> I when Dude. when it when it happened, um, my buddy Andre actually texted me, and then right. I think shortly after you you had texted me. I, I was busy at work and I didn't see it when it broke, but like I was like, that's that's a good fit. Now a lot of people were bitching about the actual trade numbers, like as far as like what what they traded for to get him. And the thing about it is, I believe Tennessee is, is actually paying out his contract, right. so it's not like the Falcons are on the hook for for any part of that anymore. So, I mean, I think it was a win win all the way around. But right. yeah, I mean, I I look for him to to really be impactful because of who he is, 100%. and then because of the fact, like I said, he can still make plays, hundred percent. And then his veteran leadership and just experience, he'll be able to teach you know Brown more and and some of those other younger guys. So they should they should really be fun to watch. Absolutely. And then my last point is. Can you really stack the box anymore? Which means Derrick Henry, right. this dude's gonna be eating, right? Carrying yeah. dudes, yeah. Because so. if you don't, if you don't stack the box, I mean, that dude is gonna get. It's, it's over. Yeah, 
Yeah, that'll be that'll be fun as hell to right. watch, actually. But all right, well, that was episode seventy-one. We kept it short. We kept it sweet. Let's go. Next week we will do the NFC West. Yep. Um, and we should have Adam back again. He's out hanging out with Russell and Sierra. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's been fun. Be sure, as always, to head over to our website, theaverageSportsGuys.com. Let's go. All of our podcasts are there, both the audio and the video ones, the links to YouTube, all of our other social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We are there. If you guys have any questions, hit us up. Like we would like to answer them. Um, or if you want to be on the show, let us know. We can figure out how to work that in. Let's go. But as always, I'm Eddie. I'm Marcus. We're the Average Sports Guys, and we'll see you next time. We out.